1: last video
2: I've never been happier how made for a fucking podcast <laughs> <That's> dangerous <laughs> like to me, we're at
1: it welcome to UFC unfiltered uh sweet Matt and uh and and uh, Kimura daddy are here um you don't like those
2: I, you like my shirt it's a new More
1: savage, I do very yeah. much, Matt.
2: I like the font. I like it a lot. Yeah, Jimmy. Um we got I to, won't even
1: tell you what I was doing today.
2: You were doing wrestling. We got Ben Astray on. Ben Ashtray. Ben a...
1: I'm not helping you. Askren. Ben, <laughs> ben
2: Ashren's <laughs> going. I didn't call him Ashtray. No. You ben Askren. I'm not. I feel you, good you, actually. You, you didn't do wrestling. You did jujitsu.
1: I did, yeah. I, I wrestling um I just don't uh i mean look it's a great base to have i don't have it um but it was uh it was very very tiring i'm very tuckered out today like i don't know how I, i've told you this i don't know how you guys do it for any length of time like in a row i have to do i do a few minutes and uh and, and michael let me breathe a little bit but he has this uh i told you this blue belt martin who's so quick martin. And, and yeah and he's so good at getting out like, Mike will have me chase him through positions and try to keep up and try to adjust and, and go from one to the other. Hey, if you don't get this, then you try that. Like, just to keep me moving um, and see if I'm able to follow him when it's not going my way. Am I able to follow into the next? But he is. It's fucking, it's the most tiring thing I've ever done.
2: Yeah, don't hold your breath.
1: I know. And I try not to. I try not to.
2: Rely on the technique. Ooh, what, what cup do you have today?
1: This is uh, my wife's queen cup. Uh, the queen of England. This is what, is what I live that? with.
2: How is a, being a newlywed feel, my friend.
1: I'm not a newlywed. I've been married for a little while. And the, uh, but I, I, we, we, we were enjoying the private life, um, quiet life, just adjusting to it. How do I like it? Because I've never been married. And then we're like, yeah, we'll start posting that. But we've been married for a while. It's over a year so. Well, um,
2: I'd say that's still newlywed.
1: Yeah, maybe. Comparatively, yeah, I guess so. But I love it. I'm, I really love it. Uh, we're snipping at each other today. but uh sometimes,
2: sometimes that happens.
1: It happens man And you gotta learn Like I can't just walk out Or go fuck you Like I'm here
2: Yeah, This is it nowhere There's nowhere to go There's nowhere to go um,
1: and, you know,
2: What I learned Over the years is Try not to go to bed angry That's a horrible feeling
1: It's very hard not to though
2: Oh uh, yeah But Someone's gonna have to This is what I, this is what I do I, I kinda I try to suck it up a little bit And just be like and go hey, hey look Yeah You know because Yeah you- because you know, I like to be a, a savage, and I like to be friendly with my wife, so I could be a savage. You understand? Sure. I don't know the details, the mother of my kids. But I like to I know I like what you mean. Good time. You know what I mean? And hey, you want to
1: keep You want to keep things happy in the home?
2: Yeah, man. Shoot, it's the most important thing. Just like at my but school, I was. Don't at go school- to bed
1: angry. It's hard, Matt, because a lot of times the reason she's angry is because of how I look naked. So there's really nothing I can do to fix that. I'd have to get into shape real quick before going to bed. I don't to be nauseous. I believe,
2: I believe you are doing something to fix that by doing jujitsu and getting your body in shape.
1: I hope so, buddy. I can't stop eating, but whatever. We'll see.
2: Yeah. I'm looking at the, uh, the MSG card now that we have, uh, John know.
1: Jones out. Yeah. I mean, he, and he's a guy who's not injury prone. Like John, it's been a long time. I think since he dropped out due to an injury, um, I, they, they had lifted, listed it here or I was reading it. Um, I don't remember. I think I was reading it online. The last time he dropped out for an injury, it's been quite a while.
2: Hey, man, what about Jessica Andrade versus uh, Mackenzie Dern?
1: Oh, that's a great... Yeah, that's great. Great fight. Is that the the featured bout?
2: Uh, I'm reading them. I'm not reading them in that kind of order. I don't know. It is. He says it is. 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 That's interesting. And also I'm seeing is a loopy uh, Gardinez versus Tabitha Ritchie, uh, yeah. Ritchie. So those are two that I'm looking forward to.
1: Jared Gordon against, where um, oh, I just had, uh, Mark Madsen. That's a great fight. Jamal Emmers, of course, against uh, Dennis Bazooka. You got to be happy about that.
2: Bazooka is my guy. I know. That was uh, And Matt
1: Favola is fighting.
2: Yeah, we got three guys on the card. It's going to be fucking great.
1: Who's the other? Who's the other guy? Let me see. Let me see if I if, if I know.
2: You see if you could pick who. Um, Just named Dennis, didn't you?
1: Uh yeah, Dennis Bazooka.
2: And, and I Nazim's with us, obviously. Oh,
1: Nazim is the one I, I recognize. Okay, yeah, and I know Fravola. Okay,
2: three guys. It's gonna be a good night. I'm not cornering. I'm gonna be at home, but I don't normally. I corner those guys sometimes, you know. I don't want to be that guy to be like, oh, this is a big, big show at MSG. I put my head in. <laughs> no, I don't need that. Nah, <laughs> but, um, how does that
1: work? How does that work, Matt? When, when is it just the guys that work with the guys most? Or what, what is the pecking order for, for well, cornering? Because everyone doesn't do it every fight.
2: No, I mean, I don't know. I can, I can speak for other schools and gyms and camps. But with me, it's quite simple. Uh, whoever I'm... Like been working with for that camp, I'm usually with, unless it's Marab sometimes where he just he could be in Vegas, he could be anywhere. He just wants me and Longo there, which is fine. Sure, sure. You know, and there's times like that with other fighters that we're familiar with that, whether it be Chris Weidman or, you know, they're like they listen. They ask me, and I'm cool, and I'm tight with them. I'm there, but (laughs) obviously I can't be everywhere. So when these other guys are fighting. Uh, they get used to whoever's in their corner and that's their guys. So it's, yeah. listen, it's all about, and I even tell these guys, you know, it's about feeling comfortable who you're going to battle with, you know? So if you're working for six to seven weeks with Eric Hire in your corner, he's another coach at the other thing or uh, whoever, you know what I mean? Aljo could be anyone. And these three guys from our camp, I don't get butthurt. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fucking cool. Like, you know what I mean? Unless it's a guy I'm normally working with. Then I'm like, what the fuck's your problem? <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, no, no. So these guys are all good guys. I see them quite a bit and uh, it's going to be a good night. You know, Jimmy, it's not so easy to go in and out. Like somebody's like, Oh, Madison's Square God And you're going to be there. I wouldn't, I mean, listen, I love the fights and I like that VIP treatment, but the last time I went, you know what I can't do? And I heard people do. I can't not take a picture with somebody. Or I know. That. So the last time I went to the MSG, it was a while ago. Uh, it was nice, though, because Longo was there, Ray Janelle, Aljo, we had a bunch of us there. And I, I took my wife. So I took the train in. So, and I'm not, listen, I'm not complaining about this. It's nice. So you don't have to, you have to wait for the train in the in like the center of Penn Station. So, dude, I had the you know, I had to sign for like, 50 minutes man like i mean it's cool i'm not being like oh i'm a fan
1: well, i know fan. what you mean yeah
2: well yeah jimmy i'm like it ain't like i could just go enjoy a fight and yada yada
1: yeah yeah you're gonna get recognized all a right lot.
2: you the guy on dana white looking for a fight with the power slap line i go well yes that's me yeah and then talk about stuff. yeah well sometimes they do and jimmy they know you as well well not really
1: um they do but not like the way they know you so which is fine i mean i'm I'm more than happy to be with you or if i see weidman or marab last time it was great to walk with them and watch those guys take pictures and i just kind of hide not that anybody wants one but sometimes if they see you they'll ask to be polite um i want to ask you a question matt too because uh yuri prohaska is fighting um uh alex Pajeda. that is the main event prohaska is coming back um yeah, it's an, a hate, though it is yeah i mean uh and i know um magomed uh, uncle i have just fought johnny walker but i'm wondering why i'm happy for the Pajeda fight i think it's a great fight but he's only had one fight a lot light like, anyway right I, I, I well jake that was just the one fight since he has uh gone up correct um Just yeah, seems a, a little soon, but again, still a good fight. I mean, I'm so that's I'm so psyched about it.
2: Hey, Jake. Hey, Jake, Do me a favor. Get a uh, get Alex Pereira on the phone. Jimmy wants to say that he's foolish to think uh, Jimmy, no, wanna say, that Jimmy. No, I'm not saying that. Say he may think again. Maybe he should talk to you. He Jimmy doesn't agree that Alex wants to be a champion.
1: It's not true. I would have taken it if I was Alex. A split decision over Blahovich, though. Um A good fight. A close fight. I'm only saying guys like Ankolaev, uh, and again, I understand Jan and, and kind of fought for it, Alexander Rakich, uh, really? Johnny Walker. I'm uh, excited.
2: Is- I'm excited for the Johnny Walker. He's, he's in the desert still, that guy. Nobody- I
1: know, I know. But I'm saying there's other guys that were up there. I'm not knocking the fight. I'm looking forward to this fight. But, um, you know.
2: Jimmy, sometimes I find on streaming services – like movies that I normally wouldn't watch. So yep. I, I was watching like on, on YouTube. I saw somebody like, oh, Hidden Gems on uh, on Max, on HBO Max. So the, not, it's not HBO Max. Now it's just called yeah. Max. So anyway, I found a Western called Slow West. It's got the guy who played Magneto in it as one of the guys. And I'll don't, tell you, I, I like a nice, I like a nice Western, a cool one. This one was a little wacky, a little different. Like, a little, like, it seemed a little, like, I'm not going to say artsy, but a little different than the norm, you know? Yeah. So when somebody said, oh, these hidden gems, this is a Western, yada, yada. I gave it a shot, and I enjoyed it. It's called Slow West. And it goes in a different, du- it goes in a certain direction. And next thing you know, it ends in a, dir- a way that you probably wouldn't guess. But I enjoyed it, Jimmy. So I know you, you like but I find some little hidden gems. Yeah. I, I love when you give me my little, when you give me some recommend re- rec
1: recommendations
2: on movies and I go, okay, Jimmy. So I'm just letting you know, if you do like Westerns, Jimmy, yeah, I do. Don't just occasionally.
1: No, no, no. I'm thinking I do like Westerns. I'm not my favorite genre, but I do like them. If they're good, I like the spaghetti Westerns, by the way, ben askren is in i was going to go into the next uh it's, it's, I fight was, but i'll wait until we have ben askren in the studio and i want to promote his book now jake do we have the right plug for ben's book in here um he he is uh he does the youtube show with uh, dc called funky and the champ and it's on cormier's uh youtube channel and his new book i believe is called funky you're going to give me the plug when we bring him in. You should give it to me now so I can read it when he's coming in. Jake's, just, Jake's holding out on the plug the way a, a, a woman on a date does. It's like, well, I'll let you see these, but after dinner,
2: like I just want to, want to plug his book. So great.
1: Now, I wonder if it's just about his life or if it's about something in specific. Is it I, like a...
2: I think we're going to find out really quick. I think we should just wait and just don't rush things.
1: Well, it's called Funky, My Defiant Path Through the Wild World of Combat Sports. So, yeah, it is kind of focusing. I don't know if it's a biography as much as it is just his life as a fighter. Maybe he doesn't go all the way back. Oh, it is a memoir. Okay, there you go. A memoir. A
2: memoir.
1: Memoir.
2: Yes. Now, does he write the book or does he talk to somebody and then somebody says, I don't put that in words?
1: Well, sometimes you have a guy who helps you, you know, A lot of good books are are somebody will talk it through and then somebody kind of structures it, sure, however he did it.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Hey, Ben, how you doing? Ben's
3: in
2: here and he's looking good.
3: What's up, Ben? Weren't you guys in the studio together last time?
2: Yeah, Ben. Yeah, probably not. Now we're here with you on Zoom. Jimmy doesn't want to be together with me. How That's not true. World?
1: Matt lives in Long Island. I'm in the city, and uh, you know it's it's a trek.
2: What does that say behind you, what is What Ascrin Wrestling Academy?
1: Academy. Yes. What
2: do you think it is, Jimmy? Skiing Academy? You guys, a fucking. <laughs> uh, How are you, Ben?
3: Everything. Life's good. Uh, your book is called
1: "Funky: My Defiant Path Through the Wild of the Combat yeah. Sports." Yeah. Is it is This your first book. Uh yes what motivated book. you I'm sorry your only book okay what was it one of those things you're like I really want to write my life story at one point or did somebody suggest it to you and you said yeah that's uh, a good um
3: well I was always been a big reader um but it was you know it's coronavirus actually I got bored I gotta do some shit. I can't sit at my house and do nothing so I'm like ah, uh, let me I need to do something I'll write a book I, I did a few other things right to stay busy because we closed down the wrestling academies for a little bit and everything and I had some help. Chuck Minenhall helped me and cuz of some contractual stuff he couldn't put his name on it also. um but yeah, he he was awesome to work with.
2: Now, well, now let me I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, no, go no, no. ahead. Yeah. is this your life story? Is this your Yeah,
3: uh essentially yes. I uh, so I am going to come up with another uh, I have another book that's written uh, you know in conjunction with someone else also. um and it that one the one coming out is going to be a sports psych for combat athletes book.
1: Okay. So, um yeah. and and this one of those things where you, you do it in the pandemic and how was your because writing for me is weird like i like distractions around when i write and okay. it, are you a good at focusing sitting down and going i'm gonna write no. or how does it work for you
3: well so no i i suck at writing <laughs> uh so no chuck actually it was right after my hip surgery chuck Hall flew out here he spent like four days with me and we just talked through every you know talk for i don't know, eight hours a day or whatever right and he recorded he kind of recorded everything and then essentially he would write a chapter and I would read it And then we would hop on a zoom call and we'd just go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And, you know, and then next chapter, next chapter, and the whole book got finished. And then we went through like two or three more times. Then he got an editor and you know, that whole thing. So
1: you're in the process the whole time. Like you, you, of course you're in the process. You're, you're, you're dictating like your life and then you're going yeah. over it and going, yes, no, that didn't happen. Or you're, you're, you're fixing any mistakes that might've been yeah, made. So yeah, it's, it is yeah. your words.
3: Yeah. hundred percent.
2: That's the way to write a fucking book. I want to write a book. You know Chuck Mendenhall; he's the best. Chuck, I know by like probably by face. Well, who is Chuck? Is he involved with the? He's MMA
3: guy. Yeah, you would know. I promise. If you if he walked by you, you'd say, "Oh, I know you." Uh, Google a picture of him.
2: That's how. Yeah, we get a picture of him. I would definitely know Chuck. Yes,
3: you do for sure. But that's the way to write a book.
2: That's the way to write a book, man. Like in other words, you're not technically writing a. (laughs) damn thing yes. aren't you Ben?
3: no not really no
2: that's that's what i, I want to tell people that i wrote a book even just by just talking <laughs> I just about my shit have someone else do all the thing make sure they put their little fucking dots and the period's in the right place and they don't make me sound like a moron yeah. and uh and i could be an author ben there you're inspiring me yeah i
3: get you know my next book uh is coming out i had this uh kind of theory on sports psych for a long time. I did a podcast with someone. And I was kind of telling them about my theory and they're like, well, do you want me to, after the podcast, they're like, do you want me to get someone to help you write it? And I said, yeah, because I'd actually approached a bunch of authors I liked, but they all said they're too busy. So anyways, I got connected with um, this sports psych PhD and we kind of went through the same process of, of writing this sports psych book. And so that's a, uh, it's all the way finished. Um, I think we're looking for a publisher and I, I don't know when it's coming out, but hopefully sometime soon. It's, it's really good. I really enjoy it
2: what
3: is that what is that about what does that entail uh so my my theory was that i i don't really like a lot of sports segment material because it, it says you need to do this you need to do this you need to do this okay but it ignores the complexity of the human mind because there's a lot of these things that are contradictory to each other um and a lot of like you know you coach matt i coach a lot of athletes have trouble holding something in their head, which is in direct contradiction to each other. So I'll I'll give you a simple one. You know, actually, I I interviewed one of your athletes, Chris Weidman, and I know he had a lot to say on this topic. So, for example, if you you were to get hurt, um, you know, you could be a tough guy and push through it. And sometimes that's what you got to do. But sometimes if you keep pushing, it's only going to get worse. Right. So you're a dummy to keep pushing. Right. So it's like no one to push through, but also no one to pull back. Because sometimes it's like you could make a a minor injury, a serious injury by keep trying to drive through it. Or you could be like, you know what? I'm going to go light for four days. And then by the end it's it's healed and then boom, you're good. You know? So, uh, Chris obviously talked about coming back from his, uh, injury with his leg, but there's also another. Blank on which fight it was. I should go back. look, But there's another where he got like, he got injured a little bit going into a fight and he just said, I got to deal with it. I got to deal with this. You know, and he dealt with it and he won the fight and, um, so, yeah, a bunch of things like that in the mind that are like uh, oppositional to each other, that athletes have a hard time saying, I can do this and I can do this at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I, like sometimes guys will take time off, too. And it's, it's such an inopportune time. But I think there's an injury that might have been like is Duplessis, I think uh, he had his breathing fixed. And he just we thought he was going to fight uh, Adesanya, but I think he had something else taken care of that he just needed to get done. And once yeah. in a while, guys, just it's like they, they know that going into one of the biggest fights of their life, that nagging injury could be a problem that could eventually
3: cost you the fight if you don't have it fixed. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the other or the other one that's really big and a lot of <laughs> – so I once he wrote the book, then I went back and I interviewed a whole bunch of uh, mixed martial artists and wrestlers and stuff like that for the book. But like a big one, and this is huge for MMA, uh, is preparing for anything – And then also expecting the unexpected, like, so you can prepare all you want, but like, there's no way you can actually predict the way a mixed martial arts fight is going to go down. Right. So you you have to be okay with saying, I'm going to prepare as well as I can, but I also know there's going to be some unexpected. And I'm sure you can think of an athlete, Matt, who you've dealt with, who, when something goes not right, not quite the way they want it to go, they flip, they freak out. They can't deal with it. They can't handle it. And it's like, so you got to prepare
2: really well, but also expect the unexpected. That's what I let me let me ask you. This is what I sure. I can't stand. Longo is a little bit like this. Okay, I'm not a superstitious guy. I can't okay. stand that. I'm uh, <laughs> day of the fight. Longo's coming up to me. I'm like, oh, hey, Longo, no, no, right hand, right hand. Hey, dude, calm, calm. <laughs> I'm not. Don't make me the voodoo guy if I give you the wrong hand. Or so. I mean, he's got to wear the same socks. Or really, no, I, I swear to God, I don't. I don't know about the socks thing.
1: Superstitious,
2: but, yeah. But no, he's a superstitious guy. And wow, okay. that annoys the fuck out of me. Because I'll be in a locker room back in the day. And, you know, if things are great in yeah. that locker room, a couple of guys are winning. It, this, is, this locker room's hot. I feel this. Good luck locker room. A couple of guys are losing in the locker room. The next fight, I'm like, this cock sucker thinks I'm going to my death now. because the- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Isn't that crazy, so though? Like, this has nothing to do with us, Longo. I hope you're right here. But <laughs> I don't know. That superstitious uh, thing is something they got to get over. You know what percent
1: it's a weird control element. It's trying to somehow control an outcome by, uh, by putting all these other things like, well, if this lines up and that, like Wade Boggs would only eat chicken before games. Like, it, it's, it's a weird, a bizarre attempt. what happened attempt when he to,
3: couldn't get chicken?
1: Or, or when he struck out three times. It's like, well, what are you, fucking not gonna eat chicken or did chicken
2: not work today? <laughs> oh man, that, that's, yes. yeah, I can't, you know, again, I, I get like, a, I used to have like a routine and stuff, but things uh-huh. got a little off, you got to stay positive, man. You got to yeah,
3: be- you know, I'll give you I'll give you someone who's super relevant right now who he was one of the first people who actually kind of really made me realize this, uh is Michael Chandler. So actually, and I I, I kind of blame him for this. So I, I in my junior year of college wrestling, I only had four matches where I didn't get a bo- what we call a bonus point victory. Well, one of those matches was the first round of NCAA. And I was wrestling a guy who wasn't good. But we got there and, you know, our, our team, like, they give us breakfast and whatnot, right? Well, we all get to wait. You, you weigh in and you wrestle like 90 minutes later. Well, Michael Chandler forgets his breakfast. He's he's freaking out. He's free. He, he doesn't know what to do, right? And I'm like, listen, man, I'm going to go pin this dude in a minute. You can have my breakfast. I don't need this shit, you know? So I'm like, whatever. I'll just pin him in a minute. Bro, I got out there. I couldn't feel my legs. <laughs> After like a minute, I don't know if you ever had that feeling, Matt. Were you like cutting weight and you there's just nothing in you, right? Because I didn't eat anything after the weigh in. I got out there and my legs were like jelly. And I still won the match, but I should have I should have murdered the guy. And it was like relatively competitive because my legs were like jelly. But so it was like that was a good Michael was a prepare, he wanted everything to be perfect, and we didn't get his breakfast, he flipped out. And I was able to say, like, you know, uh, okay, whatever, have my breakfast. So I know I'm gonna go whoop this dude still. And I beat him, but I probably should have beat him worse.
1: Yeah, if you adjusted to something, then you just went, okay, well, we'll just make it work this way yeah. if you have you guys, to you gotta make it work. Injuries, too. I mean, I mean obviously, the news now is, is Jones. I think oh it's, it's a, pe- a pec injury, which they said eight months. Uh, I guess there's no shortcuts for that, right? What do, you, do they have to? How, yeah, how do they reset that? Is it surgery? They pull it down and resow it?
3: I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. That's gross. They probably like literally like pull it out there and freaking like staple it in or something, I'm guessing.
2: That sucks, man. Matt, it's,
3: you know, you got any expertise on this?
2: I have no idea. No, we have no experts in the room. Hey, Ben, how's your hit? By the way, it's good. No, you're awesome. It's great. Now, I heard you somewhere saying that you're not interested. Obviously, you're retired in fighting. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. I read, but then you said the only thing you would, yeah. the only fight you would ever entertain would be a rematch with Jorge Masvidal because we'd go very, very differently
3: yeah so that's, think that's true that's
2: what i heard
3: that's that's true i'm sure you have one of those people in life you know matt i thought i was gonna whoop his ass he he got me with a good shot that happens like i said in mma you can't you can't you know predict everything um but i would love to fight him again yes i I really would i i think the likelihood of it happening is probably really small but i also thought the likelihood of me getting traded to the ufc when, while in retirement was probably zero also so I'm staying in shape. I work out. I enjoy it. Um, I, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't.
1: When, when, a, when something like Masvidal oh. happens and, and cause you know what it was, it was just one of those quick yeah. things. And it, yeah. is that easier to take than say, uh, a, a sub loss or, or, or are they both the same or, or how is that mentally for yeah. you? Like when something like that happens?
3: Well, you know what? The one thing i like, I never feel like I got like beat up, beat up where, and, you know, I don't know how I would deal with that mentally where, you know, there's just some fights where one guy is, is just way better than the other guy and he beats him for 15 minutes straight. He just beats him. There's nothing lucky about it or whatever, you know. And with George, he got me with a shot quick. And, you know, Damien, uh, I, I felt like I was doing really well in the first two rounds. I think I won it on maybe two of the three scorecards or something, something to that effect. And you, that position is frustrating because I prepared the shit out of that position for getting reversed. He gets my back and me not giving up a choke and i had a, a couple of really high-level jiu-jitsu guys in um and i did not think i didn't think anyone would, at that point in my life i didn't think anyone was going to get me there you know and i thought okay you might keep my back i lose the round right i lose the round. he's got my back and he keeps my back but i'm not going to get choked you know and then damian my is a effing wizard and he snuck it in so i think both of them might feel the same way it's like um it was just it was a momentary lapse in judgment, um, and you know they were able to
2: capitalize. And it, that, that, at least the Damian Maya fight, though, if you're a fan of either fighter, of you got guys that are wrestle, not just wrestlers, but guys that yeah. were, you saw in in a way sometimes the wrestlers were like, yeah, he's carrying off leg, and the jiu-jitsu guys like Damian Maya, because you guys, I love that fight in a sense. You got to showcase some cool shit though. You Ben, yeah. you're your wrestling. You got to showcase some cool ass takedowns into side control. He's a the world-class jujitsu practitioner. He got to show a nice umapata reversal or leg lock sweep. So it's yeah. like they can display your skills at the highest level. So I don't know. I I unfortunately the way it ended for you, I got it. You know, I get yeah. it. Yeah. But well, that fight did live up to a, a nice fight. Great yeah, fight.
3: It was fun. Yeah. It was. <laughs> It was fun until the 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 bad part happened. Uh, Yeah, so you know the other thing, Matt, and I bet you feel this is, um, you know, and it's like I you always hear you have to deal with this, but it's like I genuinely just enjoy fighting, fighting and combat. Like I just like it, you know. Um, And so like I I love going in. A college guy comes back, you know, who's pretty tough, and I just get to go in and shake hands and just try. They try to beat me up, and I try to beat them up. You know, not fighting, but wrestling. Yeah, you you and jujitsu. And so it's like. Uh, at this point, but I also know I'm not willing to do the things necessary to prepare myself to compete at the highest levels. Um, so it's like, yeah, you gotta so. be done at some point, but there's always still that urge inside yourself to like, ah,
2: I still, still want to go do that a little bit. Um, especially since you know that you could still, yeah, you know, strangle the uh, 20 year old that's in shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of feel good. Now, if you get Wait, a- did it
3: ever go away for you? Cause you're a little older than me.
2: I'm for dude, I'm 49 now. I feel fucking. I, I, I get no. It goes away in the sense that, you know, me. I got a new knee, and I can't see me going through a fucking camp. I'm not jogging, when a gun yeah. to my I'm not jogging, because I, I tore my quad in my mm. rehab. So sometimes, but but I can still roll. I'm on the mat. Yeah, I know it sucks, dude. I tore my. I they knew, did that did I they have my, to pull it down
3: and staple it? No, him no, like John no. Jones?
2: No, what? they didn't. They, they didn't fix it at all. So what happened was I was up on something i stepped down with the bad leg which you're supposed to it was too far up so my quad wasn't strong enough to handle it so uh, right above my knee wait so you don't I have mean, a quad like, the equivalent, you see i got one of those and i got one of those it's the equivalent of like a tear like that but in my quad Whoa. So it doesn't bother me so much rolling uh, okay. at all i can roll i can but you know running and stuff like it could dip <laughs> I, I, can, oh. I can, but so I, I can't see me getting through a camp but I know what you're saying, though it does. You still have that itch because I still, you know, feel yeah. good on the mats. You know what I mean? And it keeps you young, dude. You wanna? Yeah. i a- I would fun. love to wrestle, but there's no, you know, I.
3: It's actually jiu-jitsu guys. You're lucky, like because I still wrestle two or three days a week with our like really kind of high level high school kids mm-hmm. or college yeah. kids and back. But like fight pass, for example, they got a shit ton of grappling competitions or flow flow grappling has, but. Unless you want to compete internationally, there's no wrestling competitions. Like, I can't just say, I want to go wrestle Bob at the next Fight Pass thing.
2: Hey, but, cool. but what about – but wait a second. George St. Pierre, what? what about you versus George St. Pierre? Does he enough? want to wrestle? He's doing a jiu-jitsu match. You would do a oh, well, he got hurt. Wow. He just got injured. He yes, got injured. yes, he did get injured. That's right. Yeah, I'd love but to is wrestle that something? him. Is that something you would entertain? If he
3: said, Ben, you want to wrestle, I would said, yes, I do
2: not a wrestling match but, but yes a grappling match
3: in other words oh grappling mix you know the thing about grappling that i'm um so I, I don't i don't grapple anymore but the thing about, so i wish i could wrestle the thing about grappling matt is i feel like since i've been gone from grappling and really probably even the last few years of my mma career because i didn't have to fight anyone like this so i didn't do it the leg lock game has gotten so high level and oh. Big time. Right. And I'm, I'm not great at the leg lock game. And when I started doing grappling in, you know, 2009 and when I was really serious for a few years, it wasn't super popular at all. And now Man. people are so good at the leg lock stuff. That makes me say like, uh, I don't know. I'll that's, probably get schooled. The leg lock game.
2: That's very honest of you. Yeah. And yeah. Have you like- gotten
1: caught? Have you gotten caught, uh, no, in the I don't, gym and I don't like-
3: roll anymore? I don't roll jujitsu. Okay. <laughs> while, like, uh, Lovato came in town the other day and he wanted to work out um that was that was a whole bunch of fun so he wanted to mainly wrestle because i guess his next guy he wrestles a lot so he wanted to get some feels and we did a little bit of jujitsu, but mostly just wrestling
2: he's one of the best american jiu guys there yeah. is at lovato junior he's a yeah. jimmy love him he's yeah. got such a well-rounded game and mm-hmm. he's a nice nice kid he's a nice guy
3: his so. story about fighting is crazy matt did you hear his story about fighting No,
2: i did not no I well know so
3: training. he never lost he was 11 or no and he won the bellator title and they, they discovered some type of genetic brain condition that he had. And, you know, his opinion is it's not a big deal. Uh, it's, it doesn't affect him at all, but they won't clear him to fight anymore.
1: What's the condition? Because I'm thinking I heard of somebody else that had something I, I, similar.
3: I don't remember exactly what he said. Uh, yeah, but it's, I don't, I don't even know if it's on Wikipedia. I didn't look at up or anything. But yeah, now,
1: I'm, I'm looking now to see because yeah, so he never somebody-
3: lost. I think he's like 12 and 0 or something. It'd
2: be Musasi, man. And yeah, it, you know. Uh, eleven and no, he was 11
3: Who's 11, eleven and 0, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Jimmy. You should find him on Instagram because you're now Jim. Now Ben, I don't know if you know about this. You might what? be upset he didn't he didn't um instead choose a singlet. But Jimmy, little Jimmy Bird, he flew into a uh, Henzo Gracie Academy. He's doing jujitsu three times a week look at I you just, go.
1: you know what it is i just don't want to get my ass kicked in a movie theater like i'm never going to uh, compete uh, i'm never going to you know be in a tournament i the fact that you guys can can do that for more than five minutes without stopping to breathe <laughs> is it's psychotic to me like it's so fucking hard uh, rolling and and the exhaustion of another person it's it's really incredible so i don't want to insult even more you in awe of it now
3: i don't want to insult you here but i really think uh and uh, matt can speak to this too but there's something that is unfulfilled inside a man if he doesn't know that he can defend himself. Right, you're right. He doesn't you're have absolutely any ability, right. Yeah, yeah no.
1: you're right. Um, you 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 really <laughs> do feel like you're at the mercy of situations, uh, yeah. I mean you would fight if you had to, but you want to be able to at least intelligently defend yourself, even if you're going to lose, you want to make the other guy a little more hesitant, but yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. You do feel unfulfilled, but it, it overcompensate, you, you overcompensate in other ways. Like, you know, I, my, I became funnier uh, because again, <laughs> I do not want to get beat up in fucking high school. So I learned how to embarrass people. Uh, so nobody fucks with you and you can embarrass them in front of yeah. people. It doesn't help you in an alley, but I mean, you know, just kind of growing up.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. You want to be able to defend yourself, especially your family, your loved ones, uh-huh. Or defend yourself in front of them. I always point to that drunk in Vegas with me, where that guy's now. Now, nah, listen, Jimmy, I wasn't gonna make joke myself out of that situation. That guy sure, started, exactly. That's my number one way of getting a new student. I don't tell them to look up some of my decent fights in the UFC. <laughs> Put in Matt Serra versus Vegas drunk, and they'll see oh, that guy started with me, and I got the neck of a Rottweiler. What if he started with you in front of your wife and kids? Oh, yeah.
3: My gosh. You know, it, does open your, it, That's does,
2: funny. it opens your eyes. Cause you know, first of all, there's evil in the world. And second of all, you don't know when a problem just finds you.
0: That's right. At bet three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play.
3: And Vegas is wild. Do you want to hear? I haven't told him the story. You want to hear a funny story? Sure. I actually cornered my buddy, Rick Glenn, a couple weeks ago. He is, you know, we, we were teammates for a really long time and good friends. And he's asked me to be his corner. And I said, yes, but he wanted to go get ice cream afterwards. So I went out and he, we were in some CD, CD as part of Vegas, right. Getting him to get this man ice cream. <laughs> we came out and there was two probably homeless people. Maybe we don't know. arguing on the bus stop? And I could not stop laughing because this one guy goes in this really funny, boy, funny voice, he goes, hey, he's trying to rape me so oh. loud. I just died laughing. The guy wasn't trying to rape him, Matt. It was just like he just yelled <laughs> it as loud as he could. And it was so funny. Just-
1: we, could, we, we could hardly hear you because you yelled and the Zoom cuts out. So when you when you yell, we oh, couldn't shoot. hear anything. Yeah, yeah, we, but we caught okay. it when you came back okay. in.
2: I believe he said, help, this man's trying to rape me. Yes, a man said that, it. yeah. Yes, he yelled it so loud, and I, could, I couldn't stop laughing because it was clear that the one
3: guy was not trying to rape the other guy at all.
2: <laughs> they, they, that's Vegas. I mean, I might just it be in could Actually, I could be in the city also, Jimmy. Oh, I'm sure I'm on the subway on a daily basis. I haven't I
3: seen you? much, but yeah. Uh, could, okay. hey, can I ask you a question, Jim? Because I'm coming to Las, uh, Las Vegas. I'm coming to New York in three weeks. There's a sure. wrestling tournament there. I'm bringing on my eight year old daughter. I heard veg, uh, New York is rougher than it was. Is that true or is that false?
1: You know, it did get really bad for a while. Okay, um, and, and Times Square is always a little dicey at night. You know? uh, you know, not for you, but if you have a kid there, but no, New York has been fine. Man, I'm on the train every day okay. now, um, and and be it's little, been okay.
2: I I, just, I would be a little weary of the subway. You know, yeah, we, little, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely with a kid. Yeah, me,
2: me my wife, my three kids. I also had Edwin and another, one of my fighters with me, but we went to Comic-Con and we walked mm. from the Javits Center afterwards, which is a decent walk, you know? Yeah. walk from the Javits Center to Penn Station, me and my family. And, you yeah. know, I mean, there's no problems, you know? Okay. But, Good to hear. But, but, you know, I would keep the guard up, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Don't send her around the block to go get something from the bodega. i I'd go with her. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yes. For sure.
1: Where do you, are you uh, staying in Midtown? If you're staying in Midtown, uh, I would say just be careful of Times Square. I have night. not
3: even picked where I'm staying yet. The, the wrestling tournament happens at the New York Athletic Club, which is like right there on um, Central Park. It's just yep, on sure. the south end there. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So I haven't picked out where I'm staying yet, but I was going. I'm taking my eight-year-old. I'm a little nervous.
1: That's a nice hit. No, it's good up there by the park. There's a lot of hotels up there. Um you'll be fine up there. I mean again, okay, I know you just good. don't want to have to do anything in front of your daughter that's unpleasant. I mean I understand that, but yeah.
3: it, uh, How it, many
2: it, kids do you have now, Ben?
3: I got I got 3 still. Uh 10, 8 and 5.
2: Oh, okay. Boys, yeah. girls.
3: Girl, girl, boy.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Girl, girl, girl. There you go. You got all girls? 14, 12 and 10. Can you they all... try one more time? <laughs> no, you know what? I, I'm not that guy that was looking for a boy. Ben. Okay. I'm not looking for more work. When you get a boy, you got to raise. <laughs> when you get a boy, you got to raise. You have the job of raising a man.
3: Yeah. When you got
2: a girl, you just you know the deal. You just gotta love them. You gotta yeah. make sure they got no issues. My girls, they're with me all the. We have such a good time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, I'll and tell you. Like I I was pretty sad when when you know the first one comes back and they say it's gonna be a girl. I was like, oh damn, it, I want a boy. And then by the third one though, I was like, all right, I give up whatever we get we get you know what it might be easier to have a girl because we already got all girl clothes and girl toys and whatever yeah. uh but no I'm happy I'm happy I, I got I ended up getting a boy but yeah That's I mean you're, you're right with that you're you are right on with what you said
2: does, does your kids do doing do they like the wrestling or
3: yep they they enjoy wrestling um well okay I'm lying uh my oldest one really likes wrestling she's 10 she really enjoys it um she wants to get more serious in it uh my eight-year-old does not and so our deal with our kids is that they'll play they have to play all the sports till they're 10 right and then age 10 they can choose and especially with wrestling kind of like i said to jim is like i want my kids to be able to defend defend themselves a little bit so i want them in some type of martial art so at 10 she can quit (laughs) she's like hey when i'm 10 i'm gonna quit right away i'm like all right right, fine that's the deal good yeah and then my five-year-old boy he he really enjoys it so far so i guess we got uh mixed mixed reviews
2: now is there something in you that that the fact that your son's enjoying it, obviously that because you can't. What I've noticed now, and you might notice this as a coach. I'm sure you've seen yeah. this before. It's hard to make. I, I, I'll say this. I feel you can't make them love it, but you could make them hate it. I've seen yeah, hundred percent on the side with jujitsu. You know why didn't you do that? You know it's just they're not making it fun for the kid. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm very I'm very lucky where my kid my three kids love it. My oldest one, who's fourteen, you'd be proud. She was the only mm. girl in the uh, in the wrestling class we had last night. Oh, that's the, awesome! Uh, and, yeah, taking down the boys, and she's doing it. She went full tilt. She was doing wrestling since she's three. She okay. walked. I'm sorry. She's been doing dance since she's three. She walked away from dance to pursue this. That's but awesome, people, man. It's, and it's not me, yeah. you know, pushing her towards it. It's just it's so cool, bro. So yeah, man. That's yeah. that's something great about being a parent when they take up that interest in in your family yeah. business
3: you know? that's so awesome yeah and it, yeah because it's like you know you get to guide them through all the trials and tribulations and um i'm sure you feel the same way about jiu but wrestling provided me so many opportunities and it taught me so many life lessons and i see it doing the same for many other kids and so i hope it's able to do the same for my kids um and to what you said about the parents 100 percent parent we we, we really kind of like hammer the parents we really tried to be uh very intentional about saying like parents aren't allowed to talk or yell or like during class like you guys stay over there you let us coach uh in competitions we try to do the same thing because yes parents can totally make kids hate it um and yeah and honestly our thing is like if we just get the kids to love it enough they're gonna do all the hard shit they need to to be really good have
1: That's- you had any parents yelling at the refs because sports parents can be really awful yeah. and they get a couple drinks in them and they shout at the referees or the or, or no none of that
3: uh they don't serve Drinks at most wrestling tournaments, um, I suppose there's a few, but no, we, we try to curb that also. And we try to, I guess I would say we try to model that behavior. I'm not gonna say I've never yelled at a referee, but I try to do it as little as possible. Yeah.
1: Now, now are you also doing, cause you're traveling here for this tournament. Are you also going to be doing press like for your book? Are you gonna be doing any signings or, or are you doing anything for that? Or are uh, you just putting it up?
3: Yeah, we did one, we did one when it came out last year. And then since then, I kind of I I kind of actually feel I just have so many projects going on, but I kind of feel like oh, I should be promoting it or doing more things for it. And I just I don't really do it all that much. Um, you know, we're busy. So Max and I we have we have seven wrestling academies now in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, so we're staying busy with that. And then we helped start this really cool wrestling league called the PL. Daniel Cormier has a team in it, but it's a bunch of the best clubs in the country that are trying to like there, there's kind of a bunch of things about youth, youth and high school wrestling terms that we didn't really love. And so we're trying to kind of like change it a little bit. Um, and then I podcast on flow. So I just got a lot going on. So I do feel guilty. Like, ah, oh, I should really be promoting my book more. Um, sure. Yeah
1: it's been out for one year we got we got information i believed uh I w- we were told it was coming out today i think but it was just a it mix was up. today it was
3: last 20- year yeah it was uh, a year uh, ago uh.
1: today so that's why i'm asking you about it like you're still going to be out doing signings like the uh, asshole that i am uh and i just oh, scrolled through the chat and he had put 2022. Yeah, um so-, <laughs> so yeah that why would you do signings in a year later that would no, be fucking good. stupid uh
3: no the other thing is funny um I mean, it was it's awesome the way it came out and, and so far I've got really good feedback I haven't got anyone who said I d- didn't like your book you know Matt and I'm sure as a fighter there's always people who don't like you no matter what so it's like I, if you f- scroll through like the Amazon reviews there's a couple and they're like Ben sucks he's the worst his book blows. It's like, wait, you didn't like me. There's no way you actually bought my book. You don't like me. You didn't buy the fucking thing. Like, give me a break.
1: <laughs> and I was wondering, why did you have a second one written already? I'm like, this guy's fucking amazing. Oh, it makes perfect sense. So you've just
3: been spent out yes. for a year
1: and now you're following it up. When is this new yes. one coming out?
3: I, I don't know that yet. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty well written. It, and then, you know, there's been an editor that's went over a few times. So I believe we're just looking for a publisher. Um, and then, you know, then we'll go from there.
1: How much uh, how much MMA do you watch? Do you watch a lot of UFC, or do you when you can you watch um,
3: it? Honestly, it's uh, yeah, I, I love MMA, but there honestly, there's so much now. I mean, it's like every between UFC and Bellator and one championship, it's like there's more than one per weekend. There's way more than sure. fifty two per year. Um, so I watch the big UFCs, and then obviously there's like individuals I'll be interested in, and you know the app the app makes it really easy where it's like I'm at a wrestling tournament and there's a little break, I can flip on and say oh I want to watch. Chase Hooper fight because he's my fake son, or you know, something <laughs> something like that. Um, yeah. So no, no, it makes it easy. So I try to watch a lot. I am disappointed that John Jones is out because I thought that was gonna be an awesome fight. Um, you know, honestly, last weekend turned out good, but you know, we lost our main and co-main there, also. That was that was kind of shitty. Both guys
1: going up in weight, too. Uh, both guys took a shorter notice fights, so one three weeks, one 12 days, both going up in weight, which is tough when you're fighting for the belt to go up and wait, yes. uh, kind of last minute, unexpected. And now, uh, I got to be honest, Sergey Pavlovich against Tom Aspinall, I'm looking forward to that absolutely as much as jones Stepe.
3: I got so many questions, though. Okay, how do you make an interim champion? That's what's going to happen. This is an interim title. So one of these guys is going to be an interim champion, but then you're still going to do John versus Stepe at some point later. It feels so weird, doesn't it? Like, Stepe should either be in the interim thing, <laughs> Or Stipe should get skipped by whoever the interim champion is. Like, the interim champion is supposed to fight for the right to fight for the belt next.
1: I'm wondering if my guess, and I don't know if this is true, I'm wondering if they gave Stipe the option and he said, I'll wait for Jones. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm
3: but wondering if he did. Eight months. John's going to be out eight months. I, and I, I believe that's eight months until
2: he starts training. That's and that's, so I guess they had to do something, right? I mean, that's rough. Right. But, well, that, that, but, but that's, that's what I'm saying. The... So then Stepe, what's Stepe going to, or is Stepe going to fight the winner of this? I wonder if Stepe had a, a call in that at all. And not to mention, yeah. he is 41 years old, isn't he? He hasn't fought yeah. since
1: 2020, August of 2020. Oh, so it's been over really? three years. August 2020, yeah, it's it was his, his that last that long
3: fight. since Stepe I- fought?
1: Oh, sorry his last win his last win at uh, 2020 oh, 20. now wait, well, hold on uh you're, you're giving me Jake you're giving me he yes, fought, Chuck. his last win was uh he fought 20 March 2021 best. his last win was August 20 that's totally my fault
3: okay cool so um yeah I mean and honestly so maybe it's a situation where they let these two dudes fight and then Stipe fights the winner because if you're waiting you know if John Jones is out for eight months uh, you know, really takes such training again because an injury like that, it's going to be a while, sure. Um, you know, that's 10 or 12 months till he fights, probably. So maybe they do this fight because it's only two and a half weeks away, and then maybe they do Steve versus the winner of that, and then the winner of that then gets Jones jones for the real title.
1: Yeah, i would be honest, this Pavlovich, uh, Aspinall fight is really, I mean, this is a fight I've been dying for anyway. Like, there's yes. certain fights as a fan you just want to see. And I hate the circumstances, but I'm happy that this is what they're doing. Uh, and you're right, maybe the, maybe Stipe will take uh, the winner of this fight. Maybe they're allowing him a little bit of rest to train for whoever wins this fight.
2: Well, yeah. All I know is, I recognize Chuck. Can I have Chuck's number? I want to write a book inside the biggest upset in UFC history
3: that was why yeah that was. and, that and then, then, then right
2: after p.s don't watch the rematch but that's, <laughs> what, <we want. laughs> that's what i want That's what want. so i want to talk to chuck because i don't like the right but yeah i recognize chuck but yeah ben yeah, listen when you do your podcast with dc don't you, you do that podcast uh, you know what De-
3: De- okay daniel's funny we we don't have an official podcast partnership he'll just call me he'll be like hey can you podcast in 20 minutes like dude what the fuck like all right how about how about three hours okay three hours works all right all right we'll do it you have a good setup
1: though you have a good mic like you have a setup of a broadcaster you're somebody that does not just occasionally I I do the
3: wrestling podcast on Monday Thursday uh you know Daniel it's it's easy because it's like a 15-20 minute show and we're buddies and so it's like it's a lot of fun like it feels like a conversation we would just have on the phone. Like if you just called me and we just talked, it's like, that's kind of what the show is. So, yeah.
1: yep. And, well, and you are, and you, obviously, you know, a lot about uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. And I oh, wrote you an making, email. We're that,
3: making a comeback now, baby. Let's I know. Go. I, <laughs> I didn't
1: dump my stuff. I didn't buy a whole lot in the dip, but I did. I held it.
3: Held it That's strong I'm hands, a, baby.
1: I did not. Uh, I was down a lot and I'm like, let me hold it. And then I'll get to X and I'm going to sell it. I don't enjoy it i wrote you a, an email and you were actually nice enough to yeah. respond and uh, i appreciate don't
3: sell it, it. Uh, let's go let's say cool like the end of endish of 2025 it'll probably be the top of the next cycle
1: oh so okay it's, it's gonna be a while it's, 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 it's a while.
3: cyclical it's cyclical so we're just starting we're just starting right now going up and then we're, we're gonna keep on rolling
1: what do you think it's gonna hit what's your guess it's just an, an educated well, guess
3: Okay, so here's what I was just telling someone the other day. Um, I thought last time Bitcoin was going to get to at least 100000 That was why I didn't sell anything in 2021. Um, but you know this SBF guy, and there's been a few other guys. These yeah. guys are clowns. But what this guy was doing, what he was doing, I mean, it's hopefully he goes to jail for very many years. He was literally taking people's bitcoins on 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 his exchange which he shouldn't have been able to do he was taking them he was selling them and he was buying his own ftt token to make the price of that go up so his net wealth went up you know because he holds it's yeah and there was a few people doing this it's like so dirty and that's why you know i i mean i'm not gonna say i'm not a crypto person but like bitcoin is different Buy Bitcoin, don't leave it on the exchanges so these dirtbags like SPF can just move your shit around. Like, you know, mine is on a multi-sig tracer. No one has access to it. You know, no one can touch it. It can't be moved. And so that's the thing with Bitcoin that people are a little scared about. Is like, with, resp- with with freedom comes responsibility. So if you have the freedom of owning your own Bitcoin, then you have also have to take the responsibility for it. And people are a little bit scared about that still
1: yeah it's 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 what if i lose my th- the code word what, what if uh the passwords? Words, are like the, yep, words, yeah yeah the, the what are they called well. yeah seed words seed words thank you yeah but I, I know very little i just left it there my friend <laughs> helped me pull it off of coinbase and put it somewhere Yeah,
3: good job I, I
1: and i it. just i've just been leaving it there and uh and my wife has been wanted to fucking crack my head open for fucking <laughs> buying it <laughs> but, <laughs> Uh, I was just panic buying when it was good. Anyway, Ben, look, I appreciate you, man. You're a really smart guy and really g- interesting guy. And uh, I, uh, good luck with this book. Please come back on to promote this other book yeah, when it's ready when it to go. Out, I think you're great. I, well,
3: come on for sure. Where did we fun, get the guys. book again? Let's tell everybody again. Well, be- my my current book is it's available on Amazon or in Barnes and Noble or wherever. Um, and then my future book, I, I don't know, I don't know when it's gonna come out. So within a couple months, and then um, yeah, I mean just. Follow me on social media, Ben Askren. I don't post nearly as much as I used to. I'm just too busy running these damn wrestling academies to be posting on social media. So, yeah,
2: yeah. well, you're doing, you're doing it. Wait, hold on. The thing with the golf. Uh, yes, I was gonna say the thing with the frisbee. I Did you know. go play
3: and you love it now?
2: I don't know what I've seen you do it. I I never played it. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm not oh bad. Pool, though.
3: Hold on, Matt. Uh, you live on Long Island, right? Yeah. So I mean, I mean, uh, hold mad. on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go find you a course real what? quick. Really. Give me a, Wait. give me a town. You live by, uh,
2: Huntington, Long Island,
3: Huntington. Just get I, I, I won't tell you, like, give me your address.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, let you know about that later. Yeah, no, I'm
3: joking. I'm joking. Uh, uh I'm going to, I'm going to find you I a quick here. Yeah. Uh, well, it's getting cold now, unfortunately. So, uh, we got, let's see. You
2: still do that though. Do you? Yeah. That thing looks like fun. I mean it's it just is, there's uh there's a
3: there's actually not the, I actually thought there'd be more courses on Long Island. Like nothing. Uh, is
2: there.
3: There's one in Babylon and there's one in East East Islip. Is that that's probably Ice right. it's called Islip, yeah. yeah Isle, East not Islip, very,
2: but Babylon's closer.
3: Yeah. Right? So
2: check that thing out.
3: Yeah. What's it called again? Uh it's uh the course name or or what?
2: Sport. Disc golf. Disc golf.
3: Yeah, i might listen, if you get practicing, I am pretty sure I'm going to host another celebrity pro am next summer. So you can practice and come out and play with us.
2: Do you do the same thing for cornhole? Uh. No. You ever play no, cornhole? Oh my god. Are you good at that? I, I, it's a hit or a miss. Hit but I miss? sometimes I'm real good. Okay. I beat the crap out of my kids. But it, <laughs> don't, don't cut that clip up. But uh yes, no, I could do. I some days I'm like on fire. Other days I'm like, ah, the board's too smooth. But it's fun though. Nice. Move all the horseshoes. Anyway, Ben, thanks, man. Always okay. that-
1: good talking to you, Ben. As always, yeah. have a good trip to the city.
3: All right, have a great day, guys. See ya. All right, yeah, I'll take
2: Yeah, that was
1: fun. He's great. Ben Askren's a really fun guy. I really like him. He's a great talker, he, smart guy. He's a
2: good sense of humor. He could talk. Yes. Yeah, you know? Great. All right, Jimmy, listen, um, what am I seeing you again?
1: I friend? won't see you on Monday. I'll be on a boat performing and the Wi-Fi is so bad. But I'm back next Wednesday. I'll be away probably still, but I will be in a place that has Wi-Fi.
2: You know what movie you should watch before you go on that on that trip is the Poseidon Adventure.
1: I can't because I can't stop jerking off to Shelley Winters.
2: Yeah, especially when she comes <laughs> out of the water all wet and dying. No, not then that. bitch. That's not the nice. fat lady. The fat lady that goes swimming. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I'm with you.
1: The big fat lady. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> You'd be a great witness in court. <laughs> did you see the did you see the suspect? No, she a big fat lady. You sound she like James like, Gum from Silence of the Lambs.
2: No, no, she was like uh, Yeah, I was the swimmer in my high school. best swimmer. Now she's like 300 pounds. That was a great movie. And then yeah, she's married to yeah. the guy from Willy Wonka, I think. No? maybe that's
1: um, not. I don't remember.
2: No, it's not the guy. Really. I'm way off. But uh, it's, another old, it's an old man. Jimmy, what do you yes. want to plug?
1: I have not. I mean, tonight at 7 p.m., I'm doing uh, uh, my set at the Comedy Cellar. And then I'll be on the Burt Kreischer Cruise uh, Friday through Monday. And then I'm, uh, I'm back uh, the week after next. So I'll see everybody soon.
2: So next week I see you once.
1: You'll see me Wednesday. Yeah, a week from today. There's no fights this weekend, which is great.
2: So everybody, we have a guest. Wait, are there
1: fights this weekend? Are there? Are there fights this weekend? Hold on. I'm I sorry.
2: I do not believe. Uh, no, no fights. I'm correct. Okay. No fights, no fights this weekend. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, have a safe trip. Everybody, tune into Monday, you, and we have a guest, special guest.
1: Okay. All right, buddy. Thanks to I Ben Astrin. What What's that? And I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you soon, pal.
2: All right, Jimmy, Say, dude, seriously, safe travels. Thanks, Matt. See you soon. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, fella.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period.